Hello, race fans. Our next guest on Getting Up to Speed is Justin Cox, J-U-S-T-Y-N-C-O-X is the spelling for those of you keeping score at home. He's originally from Clarksburg, California, now calling Roseville, California home, and he'll be the full-time driver of the Bates-Hamilton number 42X team. He talks about his upcoming schedule, how 2022 went, and some more things. So let's get into it with Justin Cox. Well, and now joining me, Justin Cox formerly of Clarksburg, California, now West Sacramento these days, correct? Uh, well, I was, and now I guess we'd consider it Roseville. I actually bought a house with my wife uh, sometime last year, so um, kind of on the other side, but I guess we'll always call Clarksburg home. Sure, sure. I was going to say, for uh, for those of the, those fab listeners that aren't exactly sure of um, history, in the state of California, West Sacramento, you know, West Capitol Speedway, former home there of a, a legendary racetrack in the Golden State. Right. Yeah. West Capitol is awesome. Um, one of my best friends, his company is actually right there next to where it resides. So, um, you know, West Sac's a lot of roots there and spent most of my uh, teen years in that area. So I uh, can't beat it. Sure, no doubt. And now you're living in Roseville, which is the home of, was it All-American Speedway? A pavement track at that, but uh, another racetrack. Right. Yeah, I know uh, Bill McAnally's house is just down the road from us. Um, he's a good friend of mine, and he's obviously done really well over the years on the pavement side of things and now has the truck series going on. So, um, you know, it's just all around a, a pretty busy, busy race area in general here in Northern California. Um, talking about 2022, um, numbers-wise, you had 24 feature starts, 15 top 10s, 11 which were in 360 competition. Uh, five of your four top fives were in uh, 360 competition, as well as uh, two, uh, two total podiums, one in each category, 410 and 360s, and a win at Ocean Speedway. Not a lot of 410 starts. I only had you down for six, but uh, you produced four top 10s in those six starts one top five and one podium finish, an average of 9.83, and uh, five top tens at Placerville Speedway in seven starts last year. So um, looking at those numbers, I mean, they can be misleading, but uh, 2022, how, how would you rate it as you as a driver? Yeah, as a driver, I'd say um, frustrated. Um, you know, it, it was a really low-numbered year as far as, as starts go um obviously i'm usually at the 45 to 50 range um we just kind of i had this grand scheme to kind of go back to my own team again and uh, you know it just we we went through a lot of changes and um had a lot of different different things just trying new things with uh, rodney tyner and wasn't for lack of effort on his end or my end it just for whatever reason, we couldn't really get comfortable. So most of those starts were just uh, trying things, uh, new things, new combinations, just learning. And um, ultimately, it kind of got to the point where we just both weren't having fun. So we took a, a pretty good break through the center of that season, too. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's, I, I'd rate it a, a, an F on my end. Um, obviously, to get a win is great. And it was the first time at Ocean Speedway uh, winning. So that's awesome. Um, but really there towards the end of the year, getting back 410 racing and kind of a change of scenery with a different team really got me uh, excited for this year and, and kind of, you know, boost me forward. So, 
Um, hoping to definitely have that average uh, finish, finishing position much lower and uh, add a lot more wins to the resume. No doubt. I mean, you talked about the win at Ocean um, and the 410 exposure that you got. Is there any other sort of, I guess you could label as a high point of 2022 for your season? Yeah, you know, um, obviously that win's awesome, um, even if it's just a local show. But um, the high point would probably just be getting the phone call to go drive for, for Josh Bates and Rod, Roger Hamilton. Um, again, really, um, we had driven together for a while way back in the day. And uh, it was cool just to kind of do a fill-in role to help them end out the season. Um, and we almost kind of notched off a win right off the bat there for Maury. Uh, I don't know, what was it? I think it was Maury Williams' race. Um, yeah, we were really – yeah, we kind of – that two-race deal and um, almost snuck one – off the last corner there so i'm um, kind of rejuvenated everything and and the desire and want to go racing and uh, enjoy it at this point I, I feel like i've been around a long time for a 28 year old as silly as that sounds so um sometimes it just takes a little bit to uh find the excitement and stuff again sure i mean was that a difficult transition going from your own equipment into the bates hamilton 42x team or was it a pretty. You said that you guys had worked with each other before. Prior, was it a pretty smooth transition, or did for you personally did it take a little bit of adjustment? You know, it, honestly, it was a bigger adjustment going back to my own team. Um, I had kind of since about 2018 been bouncing around from ride to ride, and really only ran my team a handful of races each year uh, since 2018, and uh, so I'd really gotten to the 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 easiness of just kind of driving for people. Um, there's a whole different aspect when you're a hundred percent hands-on rather than just, um, you know, the driving side of things necessarily. Um, so when I made the jump to go back to my own team, um, that was more of a transition. So when I parked it and decided to sit out for a second and then, uh, obviously when I got the call to go back to the driver position, it, it really, took a lot of weight off my shoulders and allowed me to relax and just go enjoy the driving side of it again, which is, uh, which is huge. And yeah, Josh Bates, um, is like a big brother to me. We've been close for many years. Um, and, and Roger Hamilton is like a father figure and somebody you look up to. Uh, he's a very smart man. And, and together those two have built an amazing race team, um, along with Scotty, uh, the, our crew guy and Roger's best bud, you know, he's, he's at every race too. So, uh, it, it was nice to hop into a, an environment that, yes, I wasn't a hundred percent used to it. It, it. A lot of changes have happened since they really last had me in the car. But um, when you know people and you've known the group, uh, it's it's easy to kind of hop back in and, and go enjoy it with your buddies. No doubt. And I mean, you said that it's a, a relaxed environment for you, and that's got to feel wonderful because you know, you're, you're married to your, you know, lovely wife and you guys have a family and you know, the, the less amount of stress, obviously the better. Yeah. You know, um, I'm in a, definitely a more grown up role in my life. And, um, yeah, I, I want to say it's a hundred percent arrive and drive. You know, I, I I'm going to try my best to help, um, everybody at the shop and do what I can, you know, it's drivers, even if they, 
typically to strive for a team, they, they still are pretty involved, but not having to worry about the finances side of things, finding sponsors, uh, logistics, hiring people, um, working on the cars constantly, you know, that's, it's tough. And I was really fortunate to have Rodney Tyner Jr. at the time with my team. You know, he did majority of that. Um, but, but now I'm at to the point where I have a pretty good full-time job and, and obviously my son and wife and, um, hopefully a couple other kids running around here in the future. Um, so to be able to kind of just, you know, take off and, and go racing without a care in the world is a lot more simple for all of us. Absolutely. And, uh, it allows me to go be a driver and have fun and uh, just allows me to do what I've, I've loved for the last 25 years of my life, essentially. So mm-hmm. um, I'm lucky. Um, there's not very many opportunities in the world today to just drive for a team. And, um, you know, I, I, I've hopefully found a, an amazing home here with, with BHR and uh, hopefully for many years to come, we can produce some good results and, and keep this, whole family going now as far as the 31c team that that is yours justin cox racing is is there any plans to like put another driver in there i know that in the past you've had some guys race for your own equipment or is that all kind of on hold right now yeah you know the my own stuff's really up in the air um i don't think we'll have any drivers in it um as far as personnel and things like that you know Rodney's got a full-time um, gig with the Torgensen family, which is awesome for him, and that'll keep him really busy. You know, they race a lot between Ashton and Austin, and um, my stuff's there, but, you know, I, I don't know if we'll liquidate it or what we'll do. I'll definitely hold on to some stuff uh, for a little while. Um, I guess you'd never know, but um, kind of to the point where, you know, 31C might come out once or twice. We might do a, a you know, last two raw race or who knows um but it's definitely definitely on the fritz uh to put it lightly and and you know kind of at peace with that i'm very fortunate to have had a a team competing since 2014 which is something i didn't really ever plan on even owning a race car um and i feel like we uh we made our mark and, and won some cool races with it and uh if it goes away tomorrow you know I, i'm proud of what we did with it as far as 2023 is concerned, have you guys penciled out anything solid that you want to focus on specifically, or are you just kind of going sort of outlaw style, just trophy hunting, looking for big money races? Well, our schedule will be out soon, but um, I think it's it's no secret that our focus is to win the NARC championship. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that is, that is all of our goals. Um, we want, to contend with Dominic and Bud and whoever else is running the full deal and um, produce wins. Um, we kind of, as a team, have a, a set goal on some things we'd like to do, and um, I think they're attainable. So, um, yeah, we'll for sure be at every NARC race, and um, past that, it'll be a pretty busy schedule with uh, a full year race, and there won't be very many off uh, off weekends. Well, speaking of off time, Obviously, well, the off season isn't what it like what it used to be, you know, when you and I were growing up. But as far as off seasons are concerned, what what are some things that uh, maybe some race fans may not know, or even racing personnel know that you like to do uh, during the the dormant period? Yeah, you know, I um, I've picked up a few things 
over the years. Um, as of lately, it's been golfing, uh, which I don't know if that's a standard thing or not, but um, I really do enjoy golfing. I'm not the best at it, but um, with anything I seem to do in life, I take it to 150%. So I've probably spent way too much on golf clubs and tee times at this point, but uh, golfed a lot. Um, currently working on fixing my back because through golfing, I found out that um, my back is not that good for a 28-year-old who's raced a lot of race cars and mm-hmm. crashed a lot of them. So we're uh, currently getting that worked on extensively with a really good chiropractor. Um, so a little bit more on the resting side. Um, and then as of lately, uh, my buddy Chase Briscoe kind of got me on to this app called Whatnot. And they it's kind of like gambling, but not. Uh, we're into sport cards. So you basically bid on like random boxes of sport cards, as silly as that sounds, and hope to get something good. So probably spent too much time and money doing that lately and collecting, um, you know, football and baseball cards. So do a lot of that. And then obviously I uh, have a five-year-old, so he keeps me really busy. And um, the fun lately has been Mario Kart with him. So we've been messing around with a lot of of Mario Kart. And then... um, I'm a secret closet nerd, so I play a lot of online games and, and on my computer with uh, a lot of other race car drivers, surprisingly. Yeah. I won't name any names, but there's a lot of great guys in there. And we spend a lot of time uh, online at night. So, uh, you know, my wife jokes that I spend more time with them than her, but um, she's a champ. And, yeah, and yeah you know, um, other than that, just uh, spend a lot of time with family and try and, and do the whatever you can around the house. And um, my in-laws are awesome. So my father-in-law was pretty pumped to get a uh, son-in-law that races race cars. And he's recently built a full-on simulator at his house. So been been helping him get that built up and and do that. And yeah, just a lot of fun little things. Just the easy little things in life, I think you forget about during the summer. Sure. Absolutely. So I take it that you have not found that elusive Mike Trout rookie card by pulling packs of these, these sports card boxes. No, unfortunately nothing that great. Uh, I will say today I got a Malik Willis rookie auto out of 35, which is worth a few hundred bucks. And that was the highlight of my day. Yeah. Yeah. My, Uh, my probably big, you know, thing it's like in the screwed down um, case kind of deal. Oh yeah, is the Bryce, oh, yeah. is the Bryce Harper, um, my Bryce Harper rookie card. So which oh, I'm not dis- yeah. I'm not disclosing where I live. So if anybody is looking for that, so. right, right, I I get that man. I during COVID, um, rather than sport cards, it was Pokemon cards. As silly as it sounds, and I I'll tell you, I made enough money from buying cards on eBay, flipping them to uh, grading sites, getting graded and reselling them to buy a very nice ring for my wife. So port cards and, and, and cards, they're a fun way to, they're, they're fun. Um, they're not all about money, but if sure. you do it right, there's a little bit of side cash in there. Yeah, it's like the stock market, you know, and oh, the market oh, yeah. was hot there for a little yeah. bit. I, COVID I, was amazing. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah. My brother, he's got a whole complete set first edition. And I think my mom, uh, oh my goodness! Did. I think my mom threw it out because you know. Like, so I mean, everything was mint. You know, everything foils, all that, and 
you know, oh. hindsight's 220 vision sometimes. So <laughs> Right. That would break my heart. He, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on a cold night. Yeah, no doubt. Um, as far as like any people that you want to thank, any sponsors, marketing partners, individual people, you know, I'd like to give you the floor because I know that in order to make this all go, it takes a lot of people. It takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of support. Right. So um, just to get where I'm at, you know, it wasn't possible without my father and grandfather. Um, they've supplied me with everything I could ever imagine um, or dream of to continue to race to this point in my life. Um, you know, Tim Barry was a big influence in my career with Erica Redwood. Um, but as far as this year and uh, going on with that, um, we have a lot of great partners with the 42 X. Um, I really got to thank first Josh and Roger, um, for believing in me and uh, giving me this opportunity. But again, uh, 42 X will have a lot of sponsors, um, Packard constructions back on board. I do know that for sure. Um, Clove Alco is also back on board. Um, we've also picked up a, a new sponsor that was partially on board last year, but he's come on on a big way and, um, I'm sure there'll be announcements and all that cool stuff soon. Um, but Benefit RFP has come on board to allow us to to go race the 360 a little more and do some cool things on that end. And, um, you know, there's just a plethora of sponsors, and I'm sure I'm missing a lot of um, really important people. But I will uh, get that down in the future. <laughs> I got to get in victory lane or top three more and, and, and get that whole spiel down. But really just uh, Roger Hamilton and, and Josh Bates for – believing in me and keeping me around you know i'm sure there was a lot of amazing choices for this ride i know they got a lot of phone calls and um you know they chose a kid who really didn't show anything in 2022 so um i think they just really believe in me deep down and uh that's all you can ask for as a driver no doubt and you know you say like it's going to be put out there like what's the best place for folks that may be listening, maybe not uh, West Coast-centric sprint car fans. Uh, is there a good website, Facebook page, to where that they can look at the latest news, um, schedule, or even get possibly apparel from you and support the race team? Yeah, definitely. So um, it would be Bates Hamilton Racing on uh, Facebook. And then I think it's BHR42X on Twitter. And then probably Bates Hamilton Racing on Instagram. Um, Allie does our marketing and, and um so is gary thomas and those two are really awesome um ali keeps everything updated on social media they make a lot of cool videos and reels and um you know they stay very active online which is awesome to have as a team i do know our schedule were released 42 days before our first race um obviously our first race isn't public or whatever um but it's coming soon um it'll have the full full schedule um and then i'm sure roger and Lori are on top of getting merch and all that fun stuff made. Um, they're very, very good at all that. I'm just a lucky kid that, that gets to have his name on it. So um, it's all coming soon, or you can find me online. I'm, I'm pretty active on any social media. My name's spelt funny, so it's pretty easy to find me if you spell my name uh, with a Y instead of an I in Justin, and uh, it'll pop up somewhere. Awesome. Well, we thank you for taking the time to do this interview and we hope that 2023 is an enjoyable season for you and looking forward to possibly talking again soon. 
Yeah, definitely. I appreciate the time, man. And um, I have no doubt 2023 is going to be a, a huge positive and um, looking forward to it and hopefully see you around a lot.